Welcome to a very tough installment of Pop Cultured with Marie. I'm Marie. And I, like I said, this, this is a very tough one to talk about. And the reason why is because of something that was in the news recently in the United States. And that is a shooting that happened this past Tuesday. Today is May 26th. So this past Tuesday was a shooting in a town called Oudville, Texas. And it's very tough because what for those of you that are international or may not know, a 18-year-old man went into Robb Elementary School in Oudville, Texas, and he opened fire and he killed 19 kids and two teachers. And actually, I just saw a thing come up on Twitter today where they said that the husband of one of the teachers died of a massive heart attack recently so yeah very heartbreaking and it it's bothering me so much because of because of the way the way our society is and whatnot and I'm not going to go into that because this is not really the podcast for it because I think a lot of people have because we are very unhappy in the United States, which I hate. And I wanted to look at this more from a standpoint of media. And the reason why is because in the United States, like I said, there, there have been a history of mass shootings and there have been a, more of a history of school shootings. And... I'm actually going to look this up very quickly. Education Week, they have reported that there are, so far in 2022, 27 school shootings in the United States. And this is a statistic I saw on an NPR article, in case anybody's wondering. And, you know, a lot of people say about about like the media and everything else they, they keep saying well what about you know what about this what about that what about XYZ and truth is I wish I had an answer and I keep thinking about it because there was a thing I saw that came across the internet and it's the um, CBS show FBI's most wanted and here they delayed the airing of their season finale due to a plot line that involved a school shooting which I completely respect I do and you know and I know also the here 
they're talking about how the whole thing with the shooting at Ouvalet, how how there could have been something on social media that could have been a red flag. And, you know, the reason why is because this shooter posted things on Facebook about about wanting to do this kind of shit. And, you know, I'm reading an article. This is, um, this is an Associated Press article through MSN. And basically it says about this, and it says that Greg Abbott, who is the governor of Texas, revealed that online messages sent minutes before the, that there were online messages sent before like minutes before the attack and he said that they were typically dis distributed to a wide audience so you know in a way you could say they were social media posts and here it says that what Abbott said was not really the case because I'll read this where it says Facebook stepped in to note that the gunman set one-to-one -one direct messages which is basically Facebook messenger messages not public posts and that they weren't discovered till after the tragedy and a lot of people are wondering should Facebook have caught that and I actually want to read this from the AP article Facebook parent company Meta has said that it monitors people's private information for some kinds of harmful content, such as links to malware or images of child sexual exploration, exploitation, but copied images can be detected using unique identifiers, kind of like a digital signature, which make them relatively easy for computer systems to flag. Now, this is driving me nuts because of one reason. I think we all heard of Facebook jail, right? I was actually in a Facebook jail, if you will, for um, for Facebook Messenger because I stood up against somebody who bullied me, and I was very firm in my language to him. I didn't use anything offensive or anything, and I got locked out of Facebook Messenger for a couple of days. I got locked out of Facebook for, get this kids, telling a conservative evangelical that God's not dead is basically a propaganda type film. And yet here, here, um, Facebook didn't do crap about this. It's insane. I mean, it's insane that I would get, I would get flack for posting things that were purely opinion, not hurting anybody, but yet, but yet here, this kid, he did this and he, and I was like, okay, no problem. Now... The other thing that drives me nuts is that Texas 
and Florida, actually, which are the states with the largest school shootings in American history. Texas has had, of course, this one in Udale, and Florida had the one at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida, in Parkland, Florida, which took out a lot of people. And this is insane because they they pretty much are like, you know what? We'll let you shoot up people, but yet, and we'll also let you talk about it to your friends via via social media and you know it's insane because um i'm reading this little thing this is from a yahoo article and it says about how new laws that were enacted in texas and florida and i'm going to read this yet under new laws enacted enacted by Texas and Florida social media sites could be sued for moderating all this content and banning those who share it. Both states claim that they're protecting conservatives from quote-unquote censorship. In fact, their laws would give legal weapons to crackpots such as Alex Jones. Alex Jones is actually a conspiracy theorist that he, he's, he claimed that Sandy, the Sandy Hook massacre of 2012 was staged and you know so so here it would be material to inspire future massacres and federal appeals court ruled the website operators have the same first amendment rights to curate content as newspapers and parade organizers and refused to allow Florida's law to take effect thank you that federal appeals court and the reason why i'm saying this is because and i'm going to do two things on this one one i'm going to talk about the social media right now but the other thing i'm going to talk about is more of the pop culture media if you will and so i'm going to break i'm going to break it down first we'll talk social media in that ruling on the federal appeals court end where they said that social media outlets which is like facebook twitter instagram that they are that they are able to basically go in and be like um yeah we have a problem with this and we don't want it here and the insane part is that two weeks prior, a different federal court allowed the enforcement of a similar law in Texas. So, you know, a lot of people say this is that, you know, a lot of people use the argument of shouting fire in a crowded theater. But however, the right to curate content such as newspapers and parade organizers, that's the one that kind of sticks to me. Because, because you know, I'm not going to say that, that, like, take me, the person who said about how God's not dead, 
is a propaganda film and that I should be attacked and sued for libel and whatnot because because I was not doing something known as malicious attempt attempt. Malicious attempt is a burden of proof kind of principle that you have to apply in a libel slander case. And the burden of proof is basically was like let's use the argument with me with the God's Not Dead thing. Was I going in and basically being like, I want to just fuck things up and make it to where God's Not Dead is a box office bomb? Absolutely not. And it's always hard to prove these things. In fact, that is why, that's why this whole trial right now with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is like dragging on and on and because it's hard to prove this stuff but parade organizers at social media seems a little more relatable because of one reason parade organizers a lot of times they're doing it for like an entertain like a public entertainment value if you will some of them are run by volunteers i mean you're not gonna see i mean you're not gonna see like like some group sue the organizers of the macy's parade and but yeah it it's kind of a slippery slope but um the thing i love is that florida requires a consistency in content moderation which the article that I'm reading it says Florida also requires consistency and content moderation which could bar sites from moderating content sympathetic to shooters if they want to leave it up to news reporters about that content now outside of maybe like One American News Fox News I don't necessarily see any news reporter kind of doing that. I mean, unfortunately, in this day and age, we live in a society where news outlets do push their own personal agenda. So, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's insane about this. I mean, people talk about how there's different laws that should that should be there. And I think this is something you're going to hear a lot about considering the whole thing with Elon Musk wanting to buy Twitter. So, yeah, definitely. You're definitely going to have to look at that one. Now, let's shift gears and talk about the whole thing with media influence pop culture and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because of a couple of things one there was the episode of FBI's Most Wanted that I talked about that was delayed but here's number two Jimmy Kimmel yes kids Jimmy Kimmel and why am I talking about Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel, he did a video 
that was on his that was on his show and you can find it on YouTube it's a very heartbreaking video where he he talks about the shooting he talks about these kids being killed and he he really goes there too like he he had one quote where he said while our leaders on the right the American Congress and at Fox News and all these other outlets warn us not to politicize this. They immediately criticized our president for even speaking about doing something to stop it. Because they don't want to speak about it. Because they know what they've done and what and they know what they haven't done. They and they know that it's indefensible. So they would rather so they'd rather sweep this under the rug. Now I wanted to talk about that because Jimmy Kimmel has done this before where he has talked about things in about these things because like there was there were like videos where he has talked about issues in current events. He talked about the healthcare debate after the birth of his son who has a heart issue that needed to be treated at birth. He talked about the mass shooting in Las Vegas, Nevada, which was at a concert. I actually wanted to look that up real quick, but the Las Vegas shooting, which was in 2017, and it was it was at it was like right on the Las Vegas Strip, and that it was a group of people. They were at the Route 91 Harvest music festival which is no longer a thing in fact the 2017 one was the final one and here in that one a 64 year old man he he went and he shot he shot from a hotel window and he he killed six 60 people and it was 60 people total, which which was includes two victims that died shortly thereafter from issues related to the shooting. And he injured he injured 411 by his shots, but the total was 867 injured because of people that would run about and cause a stampede and everything else. And so yeah, it He has, so Jimmy Kimmel has talked about this in the past. And the thing is, Jimmy Kimmel recently, when he talked about this, here a television station in Dallas, Texas, they, and it's, it was an ABC station, of course, because his show is aired on ABC. It was WFAA in Dallas, Texas. They interrupted Kimmel's monologue where, you know, he called out the Texas politicians over this shooting. And, you know, their, their whole argument, which, you know, Jimmy Kimmel found out about the fact that he, that this happened. And he went on Twitter and he tweeted to my friends in Dallas who are asking 
I do not know whether our ABC network affiliate WFAA cut away from my monologue tonight intentionally or inadvertently, but I will find out. In the meantime, here's what you didn't get to see. And he had a link to the YouTube. Now, WFAA, they came back and said, um, we had a technical glitch, which caused us to cut it. And of course, Jimmy Kimmel, he retweeted that because WFAA did put it on Twitter. And he said, I've known the staff at WFAA personally and I prof and professionally for almost 20 years. And I believe this mistake was made unintentionally. Thanks for reposting the, this, correcting this error, sending love to all my friends in Texas. Now, there were a few people on Twitter that said that their ABC stations in Texas had the same exact thing happen. And to me, I... I don't necessarily see this as a technical error, if you will. I mean, they said that the same error also impacted two commercial breaks later in this program, which to me seems a little bizarre. I mean, yeah, that could justify it. But, you know, if I could play conspiracy theorist, here goes. I personally think that somebody at WFAA was like, yeah, I don't agree with that. Cut to commercial because they do have the capability of doing that in in these kind of situations. And, you know, so that could have happened. A technical glitch could have happened. We don't really know. I just want to throw that out there. Now, now let's talk about, about the media in regards to this there really is no no indications that this young man was influenced by anything in the media i would not be surprised if it comes out later if he was or wasn't and the reason why is because of of something else and you got to go back about 24 years and it is the columbine high school shooting of 1999. Columbine high school shooting in 1999 in Littleton, Colorado. Two, two kids, and they were kids, went in and they, they opened fire on their high school. And here they killed they killed um, 13 people. I had to figure it out because the Wikipedia stat said 15, including both perpetrators, because both both of these kids did shoot themselves and, and committed suicide. But, but, you know, it's... But I usually don't like including that in the death count. Now, and they injured 24. And 21 of those 24 were by the gunfire. And here I want to talk about this because of the media. Now, social media was not a big thing at in 1999. In fact, it never in fact we didn't even know what the hell it was. We thought Twitter was basically, you know, hearing a bunch of birds out out on a tree. But um here 
the big talk was with a couple of things. One of them was music. And it was the, the heavy metal artist Marilyn Manson. And, you know, these guys were big fans of Marilyn Manson. So they were like, oh, did the, that music cause, cause the issue? And, you know, Marilyn Manson came out and said, no. In fact, he, he wrote a Rolling Stone article about it for one thing. He also, he also, um, talked about it in the docu, in the Michael Moore documentary, Bowling for Columbine. And here, here he was saying about how he, he didn't feel like he was actually, that this was his whole thing. And, you know, they said that, you know, a lot of victims were saying, told reporters that Marilyn Manson shouldn't be expected to instill values in, in children and he shouldn't take part in OzFest. OzFest was this big concert festival that was organized by Ozzy Osbourne. And his statement was, and Marilyn Manson's statement was, I'm truly amazed after all this time, religious groups still need to attack entertainment and use these tragedies as a pitiful excuse for their own self-serving publicity. In response to their protests, I will provide a show where I balance my songs with a wholesome Bible reading. In this way, fans will not only hear my so-called violent point of view, but we can examine the virtues of wonderful Christian stories of disease, murder, adultery, suicide, and child sacrifice. Now that seems like entertainment to me. Okay, that was a little sarcastic, but you know what? It, it shows the hypocrisy with automatically blaming the media and pop culture. And, you know, in Bowling for Columbine, like I said, he was interviewed in Bowling for Columbine. He, you know, Michael Moore asked him what would he say to the families of, of the Columbine victims. And he said, I wouldn't say a single word to them. I would listen to what they have to say. And that's what no one did, which is true. And, you know, I... I really do believe that in the case of Columbine, the media was used as a scapegoat. Um, I'm actually reading a little thing. This is from the, this is from a Senate hearing about the Columbine tragedy. And this is from Senator Jeff Sessions. And Jeff Sessions was, was actually a, a politician a real longtime politician. He, he was a United States Senator from, from Alabama from 97 to 2017. He was also the U S attorney general under the Trump administration. So yeah, he, he's a career politician and a Republican. He, he actually testified before 
the Senate on this. And because he was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and it, and it was the subcommittee on youth violence. And he says they are able to hook into the internet and play video games that are extraordinarily violent that cause blood pressure to rise and adrenaline levels to go up. Games that cause people to be killed and the players to die themselves. It is a very intense experience. They are able to get into internet chat rooms and if there are no nuts or people of the same mentality in their hometown, hook up with people all around the country. They are able to rent from the video store just not just go down and see natural born killers or the basketball diaries but they are able to bring it home and watch it repeatedly in this case even maybe make their own violent film many have said that the murder was very much akin to the basketball diaries in which a student goes in and shoots others in the classroom i have seen a video of that and many others may have now yeah i i remember i remember they you know, they talked about natural born killers. They talked about, they talked about, talked about um, the basketball diaries. And here, you know, that one, basketball diaries after the Heath High School shooting in, in, in Paducah, Kentucky. That was even made, this even made news. And that was three years before, no, two years before Columbine, my bad. And, you know, there were actually lawsuits and everything else. Um, Jack Thompson, who is a, who's an activist, and he's, he's actually a American activist and disbarred attorney from Florida. He, he filed a lawsuit and he said that the film's plot, along with two internet pornography sites, several game computer game company makers and the distributors of the nat of natural born killers caused the heath high shooting and of course this case was dismissed in 2001 just so everybody knows and then of course you know they talked about video games which at the time of columbine you know the big the big ones they talked about was doom and duke nukem and you know all i have to say is calm down seriously calm down people about the media because maybe the media influenced influenced the shooter from paducah maybe the media influenced the guys from columbine maybe the media influenced maybe the media influenced sandy hook maybe maybe it influenced this guy in Udalay. but didn't we ever stop and think for five minutes that it's probably not the media here's why I'm saying that when I was growing up I remember seeing very violent things in movies I remember seeing the film Pulp Fiction I remember seeing Reservoir Dogs I even remember watching Looney Tunes cartoons where Wile E. Coyote gets blown up all the time. Did I want to go out and kill anybody afterwards? Like, 
like Jules and Vincent did in Pulp Fiction? Did I want to go out and commit the crimes that they did in Reservoir Dogs? Did I want to order from the Acme catalog and try and catch a roadrunner? Of course not. I did not want to do any of that shit. You know, when I was a kid, when they said kids don't try this at home, we obeyed that. Um, the unfortunate thing is, I know already the media is going to be scapegoated. I already know that as a fact. Because the media is always scapegoated. And we have to stop and think that the unfortunate thing is with a lot of these a lot of these people that do these shootings A. they're already mentally disturbed and B. in the last 20-30 years parents unfortunately have had to use forms of media, television, internet, music, movies, video games, as a babysitter, if you will. And it's gotten even worse lately because, because I mean, yeah, I'm guilty of, of, sitting, of sitting in a diner looking at stuff on my phone just as much as the next person. However, if there is somebody sitting there that wants to engage in a conversation, I'll engage in a conversation. Otherwise, I'll I'll open up Hulu and watch some episodes only murders in the building while waiting for the waitress or waiter to come out with my order. Um Yeah. So there's that. The other thing is media is so accessible now. I mean, uh, you've got streaming platforms, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, Amazon Prime Video, HBO Max, etc., 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 etc. You you can access anything very easily because of how advanced computers and smartphones are. Maybe we need to stop and think about that. As for, you know, things like cancel like canceling events like concerts or delaying openings of movies or or a television show airing. That's, you know, okay, fine. I mean, go ahead with that. I mean, give us some time to open up, process everything, and then go to that at a later date. And I keep thinking about that because I keep thinking of another thing, and it's not mass shooting related, but it is a terrorist thing, and that is, wait for it, 9-11. Yes, the September 11th, 2001 attack. And reason why I bring this up is because I remember this. I was actually, I was actually in college when this happened. I was, I was in my first year at Ryder. And what happened was 
was when 9-11 happened, first we saw everything kind of change, if you will. I mean, we saw, and I still remember where I was on September 11th. I was actually at home getting ready to go to class because I only lived 25 minutes from campus, so I, so I commuted. And I remember the DJ saying, oh, this just came in. A plane hit the World Trade Center. And I thought, okay, this, this is a joke. This is like Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. I went into the living room to tell my parents. And I was going to be like, Mom, Dad, you're not going to believe this crap. That And I saw. I saw it right on TV. And I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, we watched as that second plane went went into the Twin Towers. So, yeah. It... And then afterwards, what happened with 9-11? A lot of things with the media. I mean, we saw a lot of changes with entertainment. We saw, we saw a lot of things with, you know, movies being delayed. With the whole thing, there was like, I'm actually looking at this right now. There is actually a whole list of of movies that were delayed. There was a whole list of of music that that was. There was they went back and edited a lot of things like in Zoolander they digitally deleted the World Trade Center. And then, you know, like they they did all sorts of things like like um there was one it's this from this is actually where they took something from a from an old movie king kong and it says this is from wikipedia as a film involved the title character climbing the world trade center its dvd at the time reflected the scene from the original poster art paramount home video reissued the film with a new cover image and all a new cover, uh, new cover image after the attacks, recalling the former cover from rental sale and replacing the contents with the new cover. And then you know there was, they changed they changed things like the 2003 American miniseries Angels in America. They digitally reinserted the World Trade Center towers for historical accuracy, and then like they. They would cut, they added it to all different things. There was actually, there was actually a lot of changes that they, they did. Like the 2002 re-release of E.T., there was actually a line in there for like a Halloween thing where the mother says, you're not going as a terrorist in the 2002 version, which was the re-release of E.T. It was replaced with, you're not going as a hippie. So yeah, this so yeah, I I am okay with with that. I am okay with these with these kind of things where they do stuff like this, where they go in and be like, "Okay, we're going to delay this. We're going to delay that." And because it's more about it's more about being sensitive to the people. And, you know, 
but to go in and say that the media caused a caused all this because of because of somebody watching this stuff it it's it's wrong and like i said we don't know if you know, what was going on in this kid's mind we don't know if this kid was watching any of these movies we don't know and we probably won't know but let's not go there let's look at the deeper issues what was this kid's home life like what why was this kid able to get guns so easily why do we have to revisit some of the things on age limits on gun purchases do we have to do this do we have to look at mental health because there's actually talks that this that there was things with this kid and his mental health i mean we should be looking at that stuff before we jump right to the media and you know i hate to say this but if you think that i'm being insane for saying this i want you to go and look for this you might be able to find it on on like amazon prime or you could even look you could even look like on apple tv or you know buy it off of itunes rent it off rent off of like i rent or buy off of itunes voodoo it's a documentary by michael moore and i talked about it earlier it's it's his 2002 documentary bowling for columbine and in that documentary michael moore explored all this stuff he explored the fact that that these kids were influenced by the media he explored he explored everything and a lot of the takeaway came back to the obsession in the united states with guns so you know maybe we should look at that if we don't you know what's going to happen we're going to end up with another another moment like this and i just want to know how many more lives have to be destroyed in this country before we do something about it for my American friends, the time for thoughts and prayers are over. Here's what you have to do. <laughs> and I didn't want to make this political, but in a way I kind of did to begin with. You have to take a stand. I want everybody in the United States right now to go online and go to every... Go to this website. It's um, the website for for um, Every Town for Gun Safety, everytown.org. And I will tell you right now, I can legally carry a firearm in my in the state I live in, Pennsylvania, but I'm even for gun safety les legislation because of the stuff like this. 
go to every everytown.org and see how you can take a stand. And there are many different options. You can donate, you can they they have things on how to write to your write to your legislation. There's events you can go to. You can even volunteer with them. And you know go to that website and do that. Also, in several states, Pennsylvania is one of them, so is Texas, Georgia, and Florida. There are elections going on this year for governors, senators, congresspeople. If you are very passionate about this, find a find a political person who is running for one of these offices and who is a strong advocate of gun safety laws and volunteer with their program volunteer with their campaign I know I'm going to be doing that in Pennsylvania and you know I don't want to make this political but I know there probably are many people that are listening to this podcast that are about as pissed off as I am right now. This is what you have to do. Thoughts and prayers is bullshit. Blaming the media is bullshit. Social media, I think they need to really examine things and make their make their community standard policies a little more universal to where to where if you're going to bitch at somebody for saying that a Christian movie is propaganda but not about somebody who posts about about wanting to wanting to blow shit up then yeah you need to re-examine it <laughs> to those who lost who lost family and delay I wish I knew what to say to you guys I wish I did my heart is broken right now thank you for listening and you know I will be back next week with another with another installment and hopefully I'll have something a little more enlightening so till then don't forget to be awesome